those in your prayers. <clears throat> yes, I want to do that. Heavenly Father, we just come to you this morning. Lord, we just with a grateful hearts. Lord, I just want to uh, especially lift those up this morning that are sick. Lord, I just pray your healing hand over on their bodies and be with their uh, children, the families and all. Lord, I just pray you continue to bring them joy into their heart, uh, even though they're under the weather. I just pray you touch touch and heal them. And I just pray for those who are traveling. Uh, bless their time, wherever they may be, with family. And I just pray that could be a time of inspiration and encouragement. And, Lord, just through this season, we just want to honor and glorify you. Lord, just thank you for your love. In Jesus' name, amen. Luke 2, verse 11. For there is born, is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising, praising God and saying, can we all say it? Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Amen. I hope that's why we're all here this morning. Well, Carrie just walked up to me and just wanted if I'd just lead up or open up in a few choruses. So, <clears throat> not going to take any Christmas songs away from him. Um, let's start with, uh, hopefully enough, we know this. I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. <clears throat> I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his courts with praise. I will say this is the day that the Lord hath made. I will rejoice for he hath made me glad. He has made me glad, he has made me glad, I will rejoice for he has made me glad, he has made me glad, he has made me glad, I will rejoice for he has made me glad, amen. Thankfully, he's not in the in the manger this morning. <clears throat> we bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. We bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. We bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. And we offer up to you the sacrifices of thanksgiving. And we offer up to you the sacrifices of joy. Amen. We got one more. Um, 
Why don't we all rise for this one? Uh, come bless the Lord. Are you servants of the Lord? I think we got enough uh, ladies and all to help out on this. Come bless the Lord. Come bless the Lord. Are you servants of the Lord? We stand by now in the house of the say thank you. We got more volume than I was expecting, so thank you. Um, I'll start. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and take one of these mic stands. That way the mic kind of stays in front of us so others can hear. So good morning, everyone. What we plan to do this morning is a little different because so many are sick and are traveling. By the way, I don't know about you, I love small groups. There's something cozy about it. And, and deeply, I feel like the fellowship is just is sweet. I often think of Jesus with his 12 men around him. And that's where Jesus revealed most of his secrets. Did you know that? He spoke to the, the, the big multitudes. He spoke in stories and parables. But to the twelve, he explained them. And so I often feel like Jesus likes that. He does those kind of things with us and makes it sweet. <clears throat> Even though I enjoy the fellowship of the crowd as well. Um, so I'm looking forward to it this morning. And I thought what we would do is we will just go ahead and go through some scripture reading. And then in between the scripture readings, we're going to have a song. Carrie or someone will lead us in a song between each of the scripture readings. So for the first one this morning, turn your Bibles with me, please, to... I was so blessed, by the way, with um, just the reading of the scriptures. You know, in Timothy... Paul says, do not neglect the public reading of the scripture. There is power in a public reading of the scripture. And one of the, one of the most powerful ways I've experienced it is that it brings a unity of the Holy Spirit among us who are listening. And that power, well, it's the power of God. We'll begin with Luke chapter 2, and we'll read verse 26 through 56. I'll go ahead and read that, and, uh, and then Brother Christopher 
Would you mind reading next? And we'll read Matthew 1, 18 through 25. And, uh, and then we'll go throughout that. Um, Dad, if you don't mind reading next to Christopher, and you'll read John 1, 1 through 18. Maybe you guys can write this down if you have a pen or paper or turn your Bibles to it so that you're ready. John 1, 1 through 18, Dad. Christopher, yours was Matthew 1, 18 through 25. And then, um, Dave, would you take Isaiah 9, 1 through 7? And then, Carrie, would you take Luke 2, 1 through 20? Luke 2, 1 through 20. Huh? Sure. Brad, you got that. He's not saying one word. Luke 2, 1 through 20. And then Pat, would you take Matthew 2, 1 through verse 23. 1 through 23 of Matthew 2. And then I'll finish with Luke 2, 21 through 38. So let's turn our Bibles to Luke chapter 2, verse 26 through 56. And then after this, we'll have a song. And um, we'll just have a song between each one of these readings. Luke chapter 2. Verse 26 through verse, um, hang on. Luke chapter 1, that's what I wrote wrong. Luke chapter 1, verse 26. Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city in Galilee called Nazareth. To a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph, of the descendants of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And coming in, he said to her, Hail, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at this statement and kept pondering what kind of salutation this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. For you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will have no end. And Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. For that reason, the holy offspring shall be called the Son of God. And behold, even your relative Elizabeth has also conceived a son in her old age. And she who was called barren is now in her sixth month, or nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold the bond slave of the Lord, 
be it done to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Now at this time, Mary arose and went with haste to the hill country, to a city of Judah, and entered the house of Zacharias and greeted Elizabeth. And it came about that when Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, a baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And she cried out with a loud voice and said, Blessed among women are you, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how has it happened to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For behold, when the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby leaped in my womb for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what had been spoken to her by the Lord. And Mary said, My soul exalts the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior. For he has had regard for the humble state of his bond slave. For behold, from this time on, all generations will count me blessed. For the Mighty One has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is upon generation after generation toward those who fear him. He has done mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who were proud in the thoughts of their heart. He has brought down rulers from their thrones and has exalted those who were humble. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent away the rich empty-handed. He has given help to Israel, his servant, in remembrance of his mercy, as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and his offspring forever. And Mary stayed with her about three months and then returned to her home. Hey, you have a song? Um, so I just had to think that one of the best songs I think we could sing is more about Jesus. Would I know it's not a Christmas song, but if you know me, I don't like Christmas songs very much. So, um, more about Jesus. Would I, uh, more about Jesus. 678. Do you guys all have a hymn books? Do you have hymn books back there, Jemiah? Nope. Can we get a couple more? Or is there a couple spares somewhere, Papa? Well, you got some there? Um, okay, everybody's got it. All right. More about Jesus, what I know. More of his grace to others show. More, let me pitch that down. Okay, this is where I struggle badly with this. Um, more about Jesus would I know. More of his grace to others show. More of his saving fullness see. More of his love who died for me. More, more about Jesus. 
Jesus Christ was on this wise, when as his mother Mary was a spouse to Joseph before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was, remind, was minded to put her away privily. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son. And they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and took unto him his wife. 
and knew her not until she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. Amen. One thousand six. To us, a child of hope is born. You know, when we were down in Mexico, I was, I kind of forget how Catholic um, Mexico is. And they had these parades going through the streets in celebration. I guess it was Mary's, Mary Day or something down there. And they had these parades just going through the streets of, they had uh, a figure of Mary up on a, on a semi-truck on the back of a trailer, and then they're just dancing and marching and singing behind. And I mean, in true Mexican fashion, it was quite loud and quite exuberant. And so they came right down our street. So we all went out on our porch veranda, and we highly distracted them because we're like the only Americans in the whole city. And they were quite distracted by us Americans watching them. But I was amazed, like, how they worship Mary in that way. And I'm like, man. I'm so glad I don't worship a mother. I'm glad I worship the actual Savior of the world. To us a child of hope is born. To us a child of hope is born. To us a son is given. Him shall the tribes of earth obey. Him all the hosts of heaven. Him shall the tribes of earth obey, Him all the hosts of heaven. His name shall be the Prince of Peace, forevermore adored. The Wonderful, the Counselor, the Great and Mighty Lord. The Wonderful, the Counselor, the Great and Mighty Lord. His power increasing still shall spread, His reign no end shall know. Justice shall guard His throne above, and peace abound below. Justice shall guard his throne above, and peace abound below. You guys must have not known that one. Wow. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehendeth it not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, 
and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John bare witness of him and cried, saying, This was he of whom I spake. He that cometh after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. And of his fullness have all we received, and grace for grace. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. No man has seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, he has declared him. Does anyone have a song that they really love to sing, a Christmas song? Oh, Holy Night? Yeah. Okay, I think I have that one. Um, 1,028. You know, if you choose it, you have to lead it. <laughs> I said, if you choose it, you have to lead it. <laughs> yeah, they used to tell me to sing on the radio so they could shut me off. Okay. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of the dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pining Till he appeared and the soul felt its worth A thrill of hope the weary world rejoices For yonder breaks a new and glorious morn through this quickly and I didn't see the end of it. Is that the way you know it, Katie? No. We'll try to just kind of wiggle our way through that every time we get there. Um. Led by the light of face serenely beaming with glowing hearts 
by the cradle we stand. So led by light of stars so sweetly gleaming, the wise men from the untold land, the King of Kings laid us in love. I'm on the wrong phrase. I'm sorry. You guys can laugh at me. This is why I don't like Christmas music. Um, I know the third verse. You know the third verse? Yeah. Okay, we'll try the third verse. Newly he taught us to love one another. His law is love and his gospel is peace. Chain shall he break for slavery. phrase ahead of ourselves there see i know that was amazing that i actually pulled that off and then i got and then i got apparently too full of myself and i can't figure it out from there jaya do you know how to sing this no you're just gonna sit back there and laugh at me thank you very much i feel much better about myself now um and seeing as i can't seem to get through it i'm not sure if i know a way to get through it um, I think it is. Okay, well, we'll go on to the next scripture reading. I am sorry I failed. See, this is why you're supposed to lead what you choose. So this is from the uh, King James Version here. Nevertheless, the dimness shall be not be as was in her vexation when at the first he lightly afflicted the land of Zebulun and the land of, no, I'm not sure how to pronounce that, and afterward did more grievously afflict, afflict her by the way of the sea beyond Jordan and Galilee of the nation. The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them hath light shine. Thou hast multiplied the nation and not increased the joy. They joy before thee according to the joy in harvest, and as men rejoice when they divide the spoil. For thou hast broken the yoke of his burden and the staff of his shoulder, the rod of his oppressor as in the day of Midian. For every battle of the warrior is with confused noise and garment rolled in blood. But this shall be with burning and fuel of fire. 
For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and the peace, there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it, to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. scripture i only have to fail once and then i can sit down now i gotta get up and down up and down um 1012 go tell it on the mountain <clears throat> go tell it on the mountain over the hills and everywhere go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. The shepherds all were watching while seated on the ground. A light from heaven descended and glory shone around. Go tell it on the mountain over the hills and everywhere go tell it on the mountain that jesus christ is born this light shone in the heavens to cover all the earth it was a sign to tell men about our Savior's birth. Go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. The wise men came to worship the holy child that day they found him in a manger sleeping on the hay go tell it on the mountain over the hills and everywhere go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. Now in those days, uh, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that a census is taken of all the inhabited earth. This was the first census taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone was on his way to register for the census, each to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee to the city of Nazareth, to Judah, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and family of David in order to register 
long with Mary, those know who was engaged to him and was with child while they were there. The days were completed for her to give birth, and she gave birth to her firstborn son, and she wrapped him in clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. In the same region, there were some shepherds staying out in the fields and keeping watch over the, their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord came, suddenly stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around, around them, and they were terribly frightened. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all the people. For today in the city of David there has been born for you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there appeared with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace be among men with whom he is pleased. And the angels had gone away from them and into the heaven, and the shepherds began saying to one another, Let us go straight to Bethlehem then and see this thing that has happened which the Lord has made known to us. So they came in a hurry and found their way to Mary and Joseph and the baby he lay in a manger. And when they had seen this, they made known the statement which had been told to them about this child. And all who heard it wondered at the things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary treasured all these things, pondering them in heart, in her heart. The shepherds went back, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, just as it had been told to them. Is that on? Yeah, I'm just going to enjoy being taller while I can be. Um, oh, beautiful star of Bethlehem, 1005. And knowing me, I'll probably pitch this two steps too high, and then we'll all be screeching because, yeah. <clears throat> Oh, beautiful star. Yeah, see, I told you. I already said it. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Bethlehem, shining afar through shadows dim, giving a light for those who long have gone, and guiding the wise men on their way into the place where Jesus lay. Beautiful star of Bethlehem, shine on. Oh, beautiful star of Bethlehem, shine upon us until the glory dawns. the light to light the way into the land of perfect day 
Beautiful star of Bethlehem, shine on. Oh, beautiful star, the hope of light, guiding the pilgrim through the night, over the mountain till the break of dawn. And into the light of perfect day, it will give out a lovely ray. Beautiful star of Bethlehem, shine on. Oh, beautiful star of Bethlehem, shine upon us until the glory dawn. Oh, give us the light to light the way into the land of perfect day. Beautiful star of Bethlehem, shine on. Oh, beautiful star, the hope of rest for the redeemed, the good, the blessed. Yonder in glory when the crown is won. For Jesus is now that star divine, brighter and brighter he will shine. Beautiful star of Bethlehem, shine on. Oh, beautiful star of Bethlehem, shine upon us until the glory dawn. Oh, give us the light to light the way into the land of perfect day. Beautiful star of Bethlehem, shine on. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east, and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard, these, heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired of them where the Christ has where the Christ was to be born. So they said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, are, you, are, not, are not the least among the rulers of Judea. For out of you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people, Israel. Then Herod, when he had, when he had secretly, 
secretly called the wise men, determined from them what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go, search carefully for the young child. And when you have found him, bring back word to me that I may also come and worship him. When they heard the king, they departed. And behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding, with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with his mother, with his mother Mary, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Then being divinely warned in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed for, they departed for their country by another way. Now when they had departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, flee to Egypt, and stay there until I bring you word. For Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. When he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed for Egypt, and was, and was there until the, time, until the death of Herod, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Out of Egypt I called my son. Then Herod, when he saw that he was deceived by the wise men, he was exceedingly angry, and he sent forth and put to death all the male children who were in Bethlehem and in all the districts, from two years old and under, according, according to the time which he had determined from the wise men. Then, then was fulfilled what was spoken by Jeremiah the prophet, saying, A voice was heard in Ramah, Lamentation, weeping and great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children, refusing to be confronted because they were, because they were no more. Now when Herod was dead, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel, for those who sought the young child's life are dead. Then he arose, took the young child and his mother, and came into the land of Israel. But when he heard that uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce that guy's name, was reigning over Judea instead of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. And being warned by God in a dream, he turned aside into the region of Galilee. And he came and dwelt in a city, city called Nazareth, that it, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophets. He shall be called a Nazarene. In our family devotions the other night, we had some of that same scripture, and we were talking about the horrificness of Herod killing all the babies under two years old. I mean, can you imagine in this day and age, I mean, I know we murder millions of babies every year through abortion, but the fact of them coming into my home and taking my two-year-old son and killing him because he was under the age of two. Um, I can't imagine what that would make you feel like. Um, be pretty awful. But Brad was saying that he didn't think he would be able to find a wife because there would be none his age um, if he had been born in that time. The, the things we talk about in family devotion sometimes get a little way off track, but they are kind of interesting too. Uh, 1018, Joy to the World.
18. I'm going to read this scripture underneath. Rejoice in the Lord always, and I will say again, rejoice. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Though you have not seen him, you love him. And though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her king. Let every heart prepare him room. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and heaven and nature sing. Joy to the earth, the Savior reigns. Let men their songs employ, while fields and floods, rocks, hills, and plains repeat the sounding joy. Repeat the sounding joy. Repeat, repeat the sounding joy. No more let sins and sorrows grow, nor thorns infest the ground. He comes to make his blessings flow. Far as the curse is found, far as the curse is found, far as, far as the curse is found. He rules the world with truth and grace and makes the nations prove the glories of his righteousness and wonders of his love and wonders of his love and wonders wonders of his love of his love. Amen. I just want to bless each one of you for getting up and reading, especially you, Brad. Good job. I think one of the most wonderful things about Christ's love is that it delivers us from the fear of man. When we're secure in his love, we just don't care what other people think. That's freedom. If you haven't experienced it, let the Lord set you free. The wonders of his love Luke chapter 2, verse 21. And when eight days were completed before his circumcision, his name was then called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. And when the days for their purification, according to the law of Moses, were completed, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, as it is written in the law of the Lord, Every firstborn male that opens the womb 
shall be called holy to the Lord. And to offer a sacrifice according to what was said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simon. And this man was righteous and devout, looking for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came in the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to carry out for him the custom of the law, then he took him into his arms and blessed God and said, Now, Lord, thou dost let thy bondservant depart in peace according to thy word. For my eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light of revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of thy people Israel. And his father and mother were amazed at the things which were being said about him. And Simon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, Behold, this child is appointed for the fall and rise of many in Israel, and for a sign to be opposed, and a sword will pierce even your own soul, to the end that thoughts from many hearts may be revealed. And there was a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher, She was advanced in years, having lived with a husband seven years after her marriage, and then as a widow to the age of 84. And she never left the temple, serving night and day with fastings and prayers. And at that very moment, she came up and began giving thanks to God and continued to speak of him to all those who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. And when they had performed everything according to the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee to their own city of Nazareth. And the child continued to grow and become strong, increasing in wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. Yeah, one more song. Come all you faithful. Did you put that one in? This is kind of a, um, uh, what do you call it, collage here of three different songs, I think. Oh, come all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant, oh, come ye, oh, come ye to Sing choirs of angels, sing. 
verses here. Um, Isaac Watts wrote two extra verses to this song. Um, and Brandon will pull them up up there when we start singing them. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him all creatures here below. Praise Him above ye to add the words in there. 
Um, you didn't read through the verses or why I gave you the paper, did you? Yeah, okay, sorry. I thought you understood that. Um, the last verse reads, Eternal are thy mercies, Lord. Eternal truth attends thy word. Thy praise shall sound from shore to shore till suns shall rise and set no more. It says in John that the Word of God is Jesus. But it uh, is interesting that it talks about the Word of God in the Old Testament in Nehemiah, chapter 8. and says, And Ezra the priest brought the law before the congregation, both of men and women, and all that could hear with understanding upon first day of the seventh month. And he read there before the street that was before the water gate from morning until midday before the men and the women and those that could understand. And the ears of all the people were attentive to the book of the law. Can you imagine Brother Phil preaching at least for four hours? <laughs> and Ezra the scribe stood upon a pulpit of wood. Here's your first pulpit, guys which they had made for the purpose. And besides him stood, and has a bunch of names I can't pronounce. And then in verse 5 it says, And Ezra opened the book in the sight of all people, for he was above all the people, which he opened it, and all the people stood up. And Ezra blessed the Lord, the great God, and all the people answered, Amen, Amen with lifting up their hands, and they bowed their heads and worshipped the Lord with their faces to the ground. In verse 10, Then he said unto them, Go your way, eat and fat and drink the sweet, and send portions unto them for whom nothing is prepared for this day is holy unto our Lord. Neither be ye worried, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. And verse 13, and on the second day were gathered together the chief of the fathers of all the people, the priests and the Levites, the Ezra described, even to understand the words of the law. And they found written in the law which the Lord had commanded by Moses that the children of Israel should dwell in the booths of the feast for the, of the seventh month. And then I'm going to go to verse 17 and 18. And all the congregation of them that were come again out of the captive made booths and sat under the booths for since the days of Joshua the son of Nun unto the day that had not the children of Israel done so. There were very great gladness. Also day by day for the first day unto the last he read the book of the law. And they kept the feast seven days and on the eighth day was a solemn an assembly according to the according to the manner
I want to share with you. I don't know what the most precious thing is for you through all the scriptures we read. But to me, the most precious thing is the first promise of the New Testament in Matthew chapter 1, verse 21. And she will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. What does Jesus mean to you? This is what he means according to the word of God. It is he, for it is he who will save his people from their sins. Can you imagine living in a world where there's no sin? None. There's not even a struggle of sin within. Many times I, I encourage the boys at sin, the devil can put thoughts of sin into your brain by shooting flaming arrows, he tells us in Ephesians 6. And it's like you get shot, flies through your brain. You have no idea where it came from. You weren't even planning to think it. Just boom. But there's a big difference between that flaming arrow. You can quickly take that thought captive, uh, Corinthians tells us, and bring it under the obedience of Jesus. That regular exercise makes you a strong Christian. So the battle of sin is constant. But I encourage the boys. That arrow is not sin unless you let that bird make a nest in your brain. Big difference from a bird flying overhead or a bird landing and then building its nest. That's when those thoughts become sin. Lust, when it has conceived, brings forth sin, James tells us. And that has really helped set me free from not being falsely condemned from thoughts that I have no idea where they came from. But to be encouraged, don't let that thought build a nest. Don't take that thought in and let it come down into your heart. This is one of the most precious things about Jesus. Because now, I can actually do this. Before Jesus came, did you know that was, this was impossible? Every thought could be built, the devil could take and build a nest. Sin had control over all men. They could not help it. There's nothing they could do. This exercise of taking the thoughts of sin and bring it under the obedience of Jesus, Jesus had not yet done that finished work to give this grace to men. And so all men sinned everywhere, all the time. And only once a year, and only in Israel were they set free from the condemnation of this sin through coming and celebrating the Passover and coming and making sacrifices. And then God would blot out that sin only once a year. I don't know about you guys, but that is one of the most precious things about my Jesus to me. It is the most comforting, precious thing. And he has come to set us free from that aggressive possession of sin. Now we still live in a world of sin, but we have grace to be overcomers, to take that thought 
captive even before he grows as a bird's nest in my heart and begins to control my life, my tongue, my eyes, my hands, my... I have the grace to take it captive and say, here you are, Jesus. Surrender to him. And in Romans chapter 6, he says, what shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may increase? May it never be. How shall we who died to sin still live in it? Or do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus have been baptized into his death? Therefore, we have been buried with him through baptism into death in order that as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have become united with him in the likeness of his death, certainly we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old self was crucified with him, that our body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin. For he who has died is freed from sin. Now, if we died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, is never to die again. Death no longer is master over him. For the death that he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life that he lives, he lives to God. Even so, just like that. Consider yourselves to be dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it in its lusts. And do not go on presenting the members of your body to sin as instruments of unrighteousness, but present yourselves to God as those alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. For sin shall not be master over you, for you are not under the law, but under grace. What then? Shall we sin because we are not under the law, but under grace? May it never be. Do you not know that when you present yourselves to someone as slaves for obedience, you are slaves of the one whom you obey, either of sin resulting in death or of obedience resulting in righteousness. But thanks be to God that though you were slaves of sin, you became obedient from the heart to that form of teaching to which you were committed. And having been freed from sin, you became slaves of righteousness. That's it. To me, that's enough. That's what Jesus has done for me and does for me every day. 
I tell you, the, the, that continual progress is what makes me long for heaven more than anything else. To be in a world where that struggle is over. Because when I see him, I'll be just like him. Completely delivered from sin. In heaven, there'll be no sin, no Satan, no struggle of the flesh anymore. That will be glory. That's why it's called glory. The glory of God is there. I tell you, if you can't rejoice, if you're struggling with any earthly thing, rejoice in this. And when Steve read that, rejoice in the Lord. Because the joy of the Lord is your strength. By the way, that was when Israel was repenting from their sin. And God's word was, this is your joy. This is your strength. And the whole world around you can be falling apart and going to hell. But you are in this saving grace of being delivered from your sin. And that's heaven on earth in here. That's glorious to me. Brother Dave, would you close us? Um, just one announcement. You'll see it in the bulletin. So this Wednesday night, we are having the book study. So all are welcome. And I have more books. So if you find the time or want to join us, uh, feel free to come and join us at our house at 630. Thanks, Brother Farrell, for that closing word there. One thing I thought about is when we sang that song, Joy to the World, I'll just kind of break it down and make it a little bit more personal. Is like, joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her king. And I'm like, is the Lord part of, is he in my world? Let every heart prepare him room. Do I have a room prepared for in, in my heart? Does he dwell in my room? Heaven and nature sing. Joy to the world, the Savior reigns. Let men, am I allowing or am I singing the song of joy to the world? Because as we know, nature brings praises to God as well. And he talked about the fields, the flood, the rocks and hills, the plains. He rules the world with truth, truth and grace. And again, he's like, is that truth and grace in my world? And he makes the nations prove the glories. And he makes the nations prove the glories of his righteousness and wonders of his love are my nations proving that love to others follow what I'm saying and then just a couple other things that I had to think about is what are some words that really come to you and I just that uh, passage that I had read is wonderful counselor mighty God everlasting father prince of peace and then when there's a lot of other words coming in, it's like, hallelujah, rejoice, adore. What, what do those mean to you? What do they mean to me? What do they, 
you know, and then how do we apply that, I guess, to your life? And then um, I really like the, what uh, Carrie was reading, 1019 there, is like, rejoice in the Lord always. And he says, I, I will say it again, rejoice. And then we have so many things to rejoice about. This is a time of season where people, it is a time of rejoicing, but there's many, many people out there that it's the end of another year, kind of close of another year, and then just lost. They just, they don't have that, that joy. They don't have that joy in their world. There's not that room, you know, in their heart. And so... Um, and I guess just a challenge for me and inspiration for all of us that we could be that joy to let people see we might be the only Jesus they might see for this coming week. Who knows? Um, so anyway, I think we do have a, um, a lunch prepared. And so, Brother John, maybe you want to ask a blessing on the new meal, if you would, please.